Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to uh, our Friday edition, race one edition of uh, the EKM Debrief here on Facebook Live. We've got a couple of people tuning in. David bounced over to comments so that we can see what's going on. Calm down. I'm handling the production. You be the voice. All right. I'll do that. All right. Uh, today's broadcast <laughs> brought to you by a Hazy IPA. Look how hazy that is. Pretty good. Dave, what do you got? Roman Coke? Pretty much, yeah. We decided to get the heck out of the track and get back here. Uh, almost 8 o'clock here, local time in Newcastle, back at our Airbnb. Uh, I like what's right there, Dave. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so great, great sponsor plug. That is. Yeah, Bacardi. Uh, Alicia right in the back there. She's uh, – I appreciate that. We are having tacos tonight uh, for dinner, and which is great. So we're getting ready to go here. Um, uh, what did Tyler DeGraff just say? Tyler asked us a quick question. Uh, are there going to be podium presentation ceremonies at the end of each day by chance? Yes, every day. We just wrapped them up. Uh, so for sure, that's ready to rock. We'll say hello to Carlos Calderon. Good stuff. Marianne Gilmore saying, hey, guys, thank you very much. We appreciate it. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so the day is done. First day of competition uh, in the books in the Super Mile, the 1.1 mile 17 turn track at, uh, at Newcastle. Uh, David, all in all, um, the very first thing, great racing. Second thing, um, no red flags. That's just a real, that's the first kind of checklist thing that makes me happy. Yeah, no, yeah, no, no red flags. It, I believe one flip. Uh, he got right up though. That's right. He got uh, yeah. Cameron Myers, who actually wrecked really hard at uh, Super Nationals. I think it was last year or maybe the year before that, but uh, got right back up. Uh, Cart was uh, more mangled than he was, but uh, uh, a couple couple incidents here and there, but nothing nothing too major. Um, pretty starts were pretty clean all day long. I thought so too. Um, yeah. You know, a couple of little argy bargy situations. But we didn't have one of the mazels here, here and there. We didn't have one of the full yard sales in terms no, of the No, no. And again, you know, pushback bumpers are, are helping that. Um, they were also starting really, really deep in almost the breaking zone. David Coates was doing yeah. a really late green flag. So and that helps, you know, a slower speed. You know, people aren't revved up all the way to uh, to maximum velocity. Uh, going into the opening corner, yeah. so uh, that, that that helps. Um, uh, yeah, so overall, a good day, great weather. You know, a uh, little chilly in the morning. Sunny and seventy-five. There, it was what do you want? Sunny and seventy-five. <laughs> yeah. uh, tomorrow, you know, it's going to keep getting warmer and warmer yeah. as we go on through the weekend. But uh, perfect weather for uh, for racing. Yeah, no doubt about that. And I all in all, I think it was interesting. I think one of the things that I wrote down in some of my notes was the fact that we had a bunch of new winners. Uh, we had drivers who uh, had won uh, in, in earlier in, in your younger careers, kind of getting their first races in, in bigger races. There were some, there were some DQs. There were some weight DQs. Um, I didn't, I, I didn't. A couple of technical DQs, I think, more in the pre-final. I think I'm not sure if there was anything in tech at the end of the races, and a couple of on-track DQs as well. Of course, a new race directing program with Bull Barfield and uh, and Neil Strickland and John Maskey. Uh, got kind of going back and forth doing different different deals and of course they have excuse has the video marshalling system so there were a couple of race dqs that came as well yeah uh wait you know obviously that's that's always an issue wherever you go um i didn't see any other issues except until the finals but again we're running 16 lap mini events for the uh for the senior yeah. categories micro and mini were 14 so it's a longer you know, a longer uh, stand, I think over 20 minutes on racetrack. It's a long race, the yeah. main event. Yeah. So they're really long main events. So maybe people didn't quite manage the fuel uh, in their gas tanks as they should have. But, uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, it's part of racing. You know, you have your technical DQs. You have the, the weight DQs. You had some with, uh, you know, just being a little too wide and and, and some on-track stuff. <laughs> I so, know, too wide. Race Liberante, so, too wide. The uh, 
the, the hub slid out. Here's a question for you, David. Carlos Calderon, how was the new officiating? That's one of your thoughts. I, I know that when you and I walk through the pits, the crazy thing is we don't normally get, oh, my God, the officiating was so great. We always well, hear people complain about it, right? We don't really get much about the, the, the happy parts of it. Well, officiating is a job that nobody wants. No. Um, it's it's not the job you take to be you know praised at all the time. It's a job that takes a lot of shit. You know, you're going to take you all the shit throughout yeah. the weekend, yeah. no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, even if you're making the right call, you're still going to get shit because people are going to fight with you about the call, yeah. no matter what it is. Um, you know, it, it because we're not in the building with them, it's hard to tell exactly what's going on yeah. right now. We've we've heard some, some bad stories uh, as far as certain calls that were made that decided the actual winner. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, but... Um, um, I don't think there were anything any other than the, the, the two things or that major one that we heard of. I don't think there were any other issues that were really on track that would to signify, you know, I mean, what side are you on? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, do you want to just jump in? Did you want to did you put senior on the top for a reason or is that me at the end? Do you want to I haven't touched those papers. Those are as I received. Them. Let's go senior at the end. Let's talk about uh, K100 Junior because uh, and brother, yeah, K100 Junior. It was. In the end, I think we had you know we had six drivers within two seconds, and then you go further back, really the top ten all within three seconds. It was a it was a barn burner of a race to kick things off. Uh, K100 Junior, and uh, I don't know, I, I I think that it was it was kind of hectic because I wasn't sure who was you know obviously John Burke ends up scoring the race win. He almost flipped, I think, almost at one point early on in the race. He came out of the ski jump, got in the, in the into the inner uh, curbing on turn number seven was. I thought he was going to be upside down, but he was a big tank slapper for sure. Um, yeah, essentially, you know what? There are seven drivers, I think, in the lead pack, and yeah. none of them wanted to sit and settle in. So that that made it for a chaotic race. But uh, that's exactly that's good. Uh, yeah. John Burke showed speed at the USPKS race here last month, and uh, he's been able to translate that into a, a victory today. So it was a it was a really good run, and then and, you know Carson Morgan, the two time Mini Swift yeah. Scusa Pro Tour champion, uh, he's getting his stride in the junior ranks because that's something that we haven't quite seen is 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 morgan at the front especially at the pro tour last year we didn't really see him at the front so so it's good to see him up there and then logan adams um you know looked like he he had the he had the speed to win just made a little (laughs) bit of a mistake i'm not i I forgot what corner it was but allowed burke to to really get away from it from everybody well the thing the thing about this race i guess it was our first main event and you know Micro and Mini, we always see great strategy. These drivers will work together, you know, and they drop the guy behind them two by two. These guys, a number of times they had a chance just to line up two, three carts, and they would have been able to pull away. What did we see instead? Man, they were just like, they just never stopped racing at all. And that's why it was such a huge pack at the end. I thought there could have been a couple of breakaways. Well, I, I don't think anybody wanted to work with each other. I think maybe if Mateo and John Burke could have hooked up, you know, teammates. Well, they're all Tony cards up front. <laughs> That's true. You know, that literally the top eight, the only one not on a Tony cart in the other yeah, top. So yeah, but even, even Cameron Weinberg yeah. on, a, on a nitro, right? Yeah. So top seven, all on Tony cards. You're right. Different teams, yeah. right? Different teams. Yeah. Different, well, OTK, top seven. Sorry, yeah. yeah. OTK, OTK all front. But the, yeah, you're right. If, if a teammate maybe hooked up, it would have happened, but we didn't have any teammates. They were really, a bunch of different teams scrapping it. If out. you see me cry, it's because of the onions. Oh, at least just yeah. cutting onions right now. Sorry. Um, yeah. So none of them. Nobody wanted to work with each other. That no. that that was really the main no. thing. And we saw that change a little bit in the X30 Junior race later in the yeah. day. Yeah. No doubt about that. Uh, what other races? Uh, Christian Miles was coming forward from that from, was a, 
from deep in the field. Yeah. But uh, kind of got hit a wall. There was just nobody to work with him, and he kind of got to the end where there, yeah. there was really nowhere else he was yeah, going to go. Yeah, he got up with Danny Dazelski there, yeah. and, uh, you know, as they kept fighting up front, they kept inching forward and inching forward, but the pace wasn't quite what the leaders were doing when, when they weren't fighting. So he needed a little bit more schmozzling up front. <laughs> it's, 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 you know, it's easier to say. Uh, but, in, in the end, John Burke with a really big win. Congrats to John. Carson Morgan second, as you said. Uh, Logan Adams was third. Aiden Levy qualified on the pole position. I think he'll be, you got to watch uh, uh, throughout this entire weekend. The crazy thing about it is, like, we get, it's the entire pro tour jammed into like nine days, you know. And it's it's interesting, uh, and we'll come we'll talk about it later, a little later on. But potentially for some drivers, um, it's going to give them an opportunity to get a lot of seat time and get better and better. Some of the drivers that don't get a chance to race a lot. I talked to Philip Scott. He said the same thing. He races drives once a month at GoPro, and he said. The thing for him is it's going to be stamina, how because he, he just hasn't driven that much. He said that he ran the USPKS race, and his arms were so stiff that he actually went out and bought like hand grip exercises because his, his, his forearms were so tough, or so tight well, after that USPKS race. But it certainly helps when you're running up front to be on pace. And in a good car. Do you want to go in order, or are we just going to go what's, what's next? What's next? Let's, okay. go, let's, go, let's go K100 Senior. Right. David, can we do that? We Move to that, that one there. Whatever you want to do. Right? Uh, it's, your, it's, your, <laughs> it's your your show. Oh, I knew that was going to happen. Scott Barnes says, hashtag beat David Cole. Yes, I did. Thank you very much. Shout out to Colin Vasquez, Brian Traver coming on as well, Josh Hunt. Bill Talley says, Smash Burgers are the best. I agree. Uh, Aaron Stanfield says, the most thankless job is the officials. No doubt about that. Uh, my wife just asked if I'm watching Laverne and Shirley Shimazel. That is Wisconsin. That's right. Awesome Pepper Corporate. Right. That was a Wisconsin show. Yeah, of course it was a yeah. Wisconsin. Milwaukee. Maybe that's where Tim got it. From that's then. very, very, very possible. I thought he came up with an original. Uh, those of you tuning in, if you have any questions of things that potentially happen throughout the day that we can help you out with, and we can either answer them right now, we'd be happy to answer them here. Make sure we'll get this, uh, make sure that we're all working together on this. We'll make it interactive. Uh, if there's something we don't know, we'll find out when we get back to the track and bring it to you tomorrow for sure. Um, all in all, I, I looked. The, this particular race was really, really interesting. K100 Senior because uh, the early group kind of developed a really good start for Austin Osborne, last year's champion, jumping from tenth into the fight, so he was right in there as well. He ended up getting some help a little later on when Adams came through the field. To me, big win for Brandon Lemke. No doubt about that, right? He scores the victory for Franklin on the Merlin, but Garrett Adams coming from dead last. I want to say that they had the. I was talking to Estina. They had the wrong. Uh, washer, I think, or something like that in the spark plug. I talked right to the source, Mark Dismore. Give me the scoop. What happened? And he said he hadn't worked on the thing since USPK. That's it's a different because deal, right? He he said, blame all the customers because Garrett gets whatever they get. And <laughs> all right. So no, um, and it and it's funny that the USPKS rule and SKUSA rule are different. I would think with it being the KA engine, it would be the same across the board. Um, so I guess let's, let's fix that. By the way, so I guess USPKS is you can run whatever washer you can, whatever you have. Here it's a certain height. Yeah, you have to have that. Yeah, certain that height. changes where the, the, the plug goes. So, the so they had whatever washer they had in it from USPKS. He probably didn't even change the spark plug at all. So, uh, but again, Garrett's working on his own stuff. He's 16 years old. Yeah. He's, he's he has the ability to do that. He just it's just something he missed. And and again, like I said, Mark said, you know. He's working on his own stuff. I can't be everywhere for everyone. So uh, I like that. Well, just, listen, just something you miss. You so know? He makes a mistake. Uh, so it moves him out the pre-found to the tail of the field. He was the absolute show in this race. Coming from the tail of the field, Garrett was. Man, just absolute barn burner. Fast lap of the race. Ends up getting to within. Well, he ends up getting to the lead group. 
And we just kind of held on for the last couple of races. It was absolutely st stellar to watch him come through the field. I thought it was amazing. It was. I, I, I had no idea because, you know, he was up front in the pre-final. And then I started going out on the uh, um, the racetrack to take pictures. And all of a sudden, I saw him in the back. I'm like, oh, something must have happened at the start. Yeah. I thought it was contact. I didn't realize until I looked at the results. Like, oh, he had a DQ in yeah. the pre-final. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, but as you said, Brandon Lemke was able to get away. You know, they really have, you know, he they love 100cc racing under Merlin Nation. I mean, That's and it. Brandon raced the Yamahas for yep. all those years from sportsman all the way up to senior. Um, so it, and that's, you know, as we saw in the junior category, senior racing is just as good. Lucky would though, just a little bit better than everybody else aside from Garrett Adams, who was just on a, on a tear, but, uh, you know, you give, give it maybe, you know, 18 lap final. I think Garrett Adams. I told, yeah, totally agree. Here's what I want to throw it here right now, real quick. Alicia says, oh, wrong one. Alicia says she's been there with spark plugs. So she had an issue with the, the wrong spark plug in it as well. Who what Equal spark plug. I just got the, instead of the Denso, we got an NGK and I go. got bumped when the, the winner was actually cheating. Gina French says hello, by the way. Who was Hi, it? Gina. Who was it? The Rotax deal that got bumped. John Crow. Was it the, I thought I it was John. remember that yeah, forever. Mine was Rotax John Crow. Well. Um, yeah, at Oklahoma, was it? 2009. I want to say it was 2009 when we were there. Uh, Oklahoma. Walked away from everybody. Uh, I think Mike Daniels was, ended up being was runner up, so thus yep. he got the championship. But John Crow, I mean, everybody knew it. He had it, you know. And again, it's not really that big of a performance issue. But again, it was you know the name brand. It was no, he had the washer. You had to have the specific washer. I yep. don't even think he had a washer in it. Not so. yeah, it wasn't the spec plug. He actually didn't, have, didn't even have the washer in it. They put it back in with the washer, and again, it puts the plug deeper down into the combustion chamber, as we all know. So, uh, Phil Pignatero, we'll uh, thank you very much for the kind notes on the announcing. I appreciate that. Uh, we'll get to the shift race in a little bit. Uh, Jason, you were asking where we're broadcasting from. This is the Airbnb that we have in Newcastle that we love. We're back here for the Cup Carts North America Grand Nationals. We're here for 16 days. What do you want? We got that. Oh, Mark Trailer. This is interesting. Yeah, Mark Trailer says, uh, "What do you think of future pro tours going to this format with two triple headers on th uh, two triple headers from Thursday to Sunday, just not back to back cut costs and schedule issues for both racers and Scusa? We'll know uh, more on Sunday night, Monday morning. Well, my thing about this is, it's like if you're going to have an actual national series, it's not like well, why don't we? If, if all you're caring about is racing, what are we going to do? Let's just run six races over one week. That's the Grand Nationals, right? That's the runoffs, whatever it may be." You want to go to different racetracks. I, 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 it's a balance of budget. We're race. We're, we're racing. It costs money to go racing, right? It's. It's. I don't know. That's that's a that's an interesting one for me. I. I, I, I say no. Um, we'll see what. The, let's see what they said. Let's see like on I Sunday. Said, let's see what the drivers say about triple headers, right? And a lot of stuff. You know, Road Andy were running triple headers. Right as now. we talked about in the outlap, it's gonna a lot of it. This to, on Sunday might come down to equipment. You know, just guys mm -hmm. are breaking stuff and and you know could be running out of this and that and you know and how. How many times, uh, you know, you got to go through the engine? Yeah, yeah, agree. Hey, here's one for you. Oh, no, Jake Drew says, I think I should come out and join the party next week in X30 Seniors. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Leading Edge Motorsports is the industry answer to winning in karting. At the helm is industry veteran Greg Bell, who has orchestrated the success of many drivers dating back to the mid-1990s. Most recently, Leading Edge Motorsports and Greg Bell helped guide Danny Formel to victory at both the Rock the Rio and the Supercarts USA Super Nationals 23. 
Based in Lodi, California, Leading Edge Motorsports is the Western importer for IP karting, which includes the Praga and Formula K chassis brands. Leading Edge Motorsports is already looking forward to the 2021 season, which begins with the Challenge of the Americas, the premier winter series on the West Coast under the Rock Cup USA banner. Leading Edge Motorsports is also eyeing the Florida Winter Tour and several other programs. Arrive and Drive services to cart preparation and driver coaching are all available under the LEM 10th Route 2021. Greg Bell has been building racing engines for over 20 years, and he's excited with the continuing growth of his new Mega Power race motor building program. It doesn't matter what color your chassis is, choose Mega Power to get to the front. For more information, click over to LeadingEdgeMotorsports.com and find them on Facebook. At Leading Edge Motorsports, winning never gets old. The Briggs & Stratton 206 engine is where out-of-the-box ease and outstanding consistency meet to create legendary races. Briggs & Stratton's history in motorsports dates back to when the first engines came off the assembly line in the early 1900s. Their focus on the grassroots level continues to help build generations of racers. Since 2008, the Briggs & Stratton 206 has gained a following that has the engine powering the largest fields in North American karting today. From the club level and track programs to traveling regional series and national events, Briggs & Stratton competition provides the most exciting racing in the sport. Engineered and hand-built exclusively for racing, every Briggs 206 engine is power-tested and serialized before it goes in the box. Carters can take that engine straight from the box to their cart and be on the podium at the end of the race day. To learn more about the 206 engine and to find a North American dealer near you, head to BriggsRacing.com. Briggs & Stratton Racing, what powers you? Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Spoiler, the shoe, the shoe, Jake Drew. Yeah, he definitely did a spoiler. I like that one. Here's, here's Tyler DeGraff. Shout out to Chente Salas for a wicked drive and pro shifter. We'll get to that in a bit, so let's not jump on that. Danny Formal, five guys on Sunday night. He only one cheat meal a week for Danny on Sunday night. I'll buy bread. I don't know. Do you go five guys or do you go pizza? He likes bread. He, he does love bread. Then why wouldn't you go pizza? Five guys is so good. No, you go pizza. I mean, if you love bread... You yes, pizza. I'm, dude, I'm, I'm a pizza guy. I'm Go totally pizza. pizza guy. I'm a pizza guy. Yeah, see, there's Mike Smith coming in saying more venues, different locales, more variables. That's the get. That's that's a serious. Mike thing. Smith has no idea what he's talking about. The guy, so the guy that never no leaves. Idea. So the guy that never leaves California. Never. He doesn't leave California. Period. Wow. Like he, oh, he goes to KPX and stuff like that, right. but that's it. That's true. Wow, that's true. That's true. That's true. Super shade. I go. I go full out. Everything in sight. Perfect. Pizza. Five guys, and then you throw uh, a little Chinese food in there, maybe. And some Doritos and orange All right. So, again, shout out to Brandon Lemke. Big run there in uh, K100 Senior. But Garrett Adams, again, tremendous job. Let's move to the next category on the list, David. Uh, that's We don't need that one. That's, that's Senior. Um, Micro Swift. Uh, essentially, three-driver battle up front, and nobody nobody wanted the lead. They went back and forth, and Jack Ilef went to the lead. I thought maybe too early. He wasn't able to make it happen. Vivek Cantham was right in the middle of the fight, and then uh, Asher Oshin ended up coming coming front to the front. It was, uh, I thought, all in all, it was a pretty good race. 
Well, again, Newcastle is a flat-out track for these guys. Pretty much, so, yeah. uh, you know, the draft is very key. If you have a two-driver fight at the front, it's a little bit easier to kind of decide yeah. what you want to do. But when there's three up there, it's like, okay, am I going to work with somebody? Am I going to what, – what's the deal? So I think it caught Iliff off a little bit because he was used to racing just one person uh, <laughs> last month. This time he had to go against two. And, uh, and Asher really, really looks strong. I think yeah. he really liked being out front in the lead he led the majority of the race and uh was able to uh to to keep uh both jack eiliff and vivic uh back at the line when uh, the checkered flag wave two things right now we'll move on to the next category first off uh my good friend aggie saying hello from cambridge alicia you want to come say hi hi my love <laughs> that's our neighbors back up in canada and then jason ewer says boys sunday night ale emporium best wings and pizza in the state that sounds like a, I'm in. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> All right, uh, viewers, tell us where it He's is. Buying. Oh yeah, you, well, Jason can most definitely buy. <laughs> uh, uh, Mateo, this is a question we don't have actually. What engine builder won the most? That's a really good idea. We should find that out, David. I'll give you five That's minutes. Way to work. too much work. <laughs> it's on the laptop. <laughs> Laptop's not open. All right, listen. When it comes from a guy like this, we got to listen to it again. This is a comment. Okay, so let's start, we'll start with Mike Smith. We don't have to listen to him. No, no. Regardless, of, regardless of class, who do you think is going to? Uh, oh, look at that. Who's going to get better as the weekend goes on? We're going to talk about that in a second, actually. But Gary Carlton, true national championship, one street course, one tight technical trap, one big fast flowing track, and then one oval. Oh, yeah, I like that idea a lot. First three work. I don't think anybody's going to do an oval. Why not? They want to prep for cars. They will. Uh, <laughs> That'd be scary. I, mean, I like it, Gary. I like. Listen, I like. I like Gary's uh, street course, technical track, and a big flash flowing track like Streets well, of Willow. We had it in 2014, but it didn't work what's out. that? Oh, Modesto. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Modesto. <laughs> no, Mo Modesto. I don't know. Yeah, I like that. I think it gets great. Gary, I like that a lot. No, well, so, and, listen, hold on. You got to have changing. Jason Ewers will buy Fisher's, Fisher's Indiana. Indiana. I like that. I might even get Janowski to come. Maybe he'll buy. No, <laughs> Janowski. Another group, terrible driver. Joe Janowski. Don't worry, I'll buy. Oh, I can't read my wallet right now. <laughs> Actually, I can't say that because at PRI show two years ago, a year ago, Joe took me over dinner to a fantastic meal, so I can't say anything. Joe and I had a great meal. I was, just, I was there by myself. Remember I rolled in for a couple days? I probably felt sorry for you. Good possibility. No, it was good. We had a great meal, Joe, and I had a great chat. It was awesome. Uh, so, yes, I, I probably owe Joe dinner, to be honest with you. I, I would pick that up. All right. So, uh, Asher Osteen, Jack Iliff, Vivek Campton, one, two, three in the micro category. But we got to give a shout out to Caleb Tartar. He started deep, deep in the field and rolled That's his way up to the front as well. Yeah. Look where Caleb started because he was rocking started the field. 13th up to now. There you go. Fourth. Yeah. So, an eight position improvement out of a 20 like middle of the pack. So, that's all I thought. Uh, we will get back to that question, though, of uh, from Mike later on. Regardless of class, who do you think is going to get better as the weekend goes on? Um, well, what class is he talking about? Yeah. Well, he said regardless of class. It makes it trying to make it hard. So we us. need to pick one guy that we know yeah, is going to get better throughout the weekend, right? Uh, Ryan Norberg. Uh, I think Ryan Norberg will get better. Salas. Pachete, what, what do you want? He was, he was a run. He was a dude. He's he's hold on. So he's got to work on the other sessions to be up front. Chente Salas, literally the fastest driver of all the shifter cart drivers, but he didn't win. I get that. So he's got to improve. You just asked me who should improve, yeah. and he'll probably improve. But he literally the was the, he was literally the fastest driver. That's pretty impressive, man, for a guy that just jumped into Pro Two last year. Uh, Full Gas Motorsports. That's uh, Mark 
Jake and Gina French, Mark French saying, what's up guys? How are you, dude? Good stuff. All right, let's jump into, let's do, let's do the shifter thing right now. Right. Uh, we don't really, you can glaze over G1 and G2, sorry, bad boys, because there's just not enough guys in it. Um, an issue for Joe Rook, he ends up winning the race, but comes in light, which Joe, what the hell? Have a sandwich tonight. Like, beer, at drink, least. Drink some beer and eat some bread. Pull the, pull the form out and go stop, in the other direction. Stop working out. That's true. Stop working true. out. Or Anyways, add more muscle. He's light. And I, I never I never understood anybody in shifter that doesn't come in five pounds heavy because the shifter car doesn't matter. It's talent, man. You got to drive that thing. Anyway, Scott, so Scott Skitchy Barnes ends up with the race win. He was pushing pretty hard. 114.4 for Barnes, 113.7 for Rook. So he's absolutely badass fast. Actually, the cool thing is it's Joe Rook. It's the G1 winner, a G1 fast guy because – because uh, what do you call it? Needs some speed. Uh, Skitchy needs some speed. Nathan Stewart, forty-five up. Nathan Stewart, baby. It's a hashtag fireball night. Uh, he was he was him and Rook were together the whole time. Nathan's a badass. I'm telling you, he's fast. Oh, I mean, and they were catching up on the S two guys that the, yeah. that they started after. So uh, yeah, true. a lot of speed uh, yeah. with the with the uh, the faster of the master drivers in the shift category. Okay, go to Pro Two where we are Pro Pro Two, uh, another old guy coming up big time. Yeah, Chente Salas was unbelievably fast. Ended up working his way up to second on the factory cart, which I didn't still haven't got a chance to go really look in deep to. I'll do that in the morning. Uh, Jordan Musser, four time. Masters champion on the Scusa Pro Tour in the shifter card category. He ends, he's going to run Pro Tour. Out. He's, we're cheering for him because we like the old guys, right? And he's not even that old, uh, Musser, but he might be 40, actually. Is he's, he 40 yet? He's got to be. Up be I mean, he's got more gray hair than I do. Yeah, how many, again, how many, did he win four Rotax Grand National Championships? Four. He won three in senior and one in DD2. Damn it, man. Uh, listen, you know, we don't throw legendary status around, but we're talking four championships and four here in the Pro Tour. Like, he, he was a Danny Formal before the Danny Formal. That's true. Formal before Danny, when Danny still had his little race. When Dan, yeah, when Rotax Dan, he was the micro, Yeah, he was the micro guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Muster ends up getting the race win. Uh, loving the cue ball, loving the e-card in his visor strip. Uh, that's the kind of the iconic Jordan Muster. Uh, Chente Salas put a lot of pressure on him. Baylor Griffin had led early. Now what do we got there? Dave Polly, yeah, happy Dave. I was nervous listening from my office. Dave's not even here. So, yeah, he's listening from my – he's as nervous listening in the office as he is at the track. I like that. I'm hoping. Jordan Musser is a year younger than me. Wow. All right. So he's all yours, babe. No. Uh, <laughs> so he's 38 years old then. Wow. So 38. So, yeah, there you he go. He just turned 39 in June. He's old. He's old. <laughs> uh, but he's still – Not dead. as old as Nathan Stewart, though. Not yeah, that's true. Wrong. That's true. Not as old as me, that's for sure. But listen, if you can still run a shifter card, I don't care. That's badass. Uh, but he ends up winning over Chente Salas. And again, as, as David said, Chente is definitely one of the drivers who could dial things in, get a better start, get off to a better run, qualifying tomorrow. You know what? Well, that's Listen, we talk a lot, David, about confidence and momentum, right? Chente turned the fast lap like that. He better roll out. He better be pulled tomorrow. Rolling out with confidence, knowing you can get the job done. Yeah, again, right. they're going to go do their homework, figure out uh, why they weren't quick early on in the day, especially early in the final, and uh, and try and translate it to go over the whole complete round. Who's, who's this Jason Morris guy that he's wanting to shout out? No idea. I've never heard of this dude before. No, no idea. I don't know. I, I Probably a guy who can't put tires on. That's a definite possibility. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Uh, <laughs> Taylor Griffin led early in the Pro 2 category. Uh, Gavin Bailiff was right there in second. But, of course, Musser and Chalice, uh, Salas rather kept coming. I keep saying Chalice because Chente Salas. Uh, they kind of took over and, and moved forward. Um, so we'll see what happens there. This is jo Shout out to Josh Pearson, too. Uh, end up sticking the motor um, early in the race, three laps in. Uh, but, dude, he would qualify P2. 
14 years of age, X30 uh, national number three last year in the junior category, running uh, uh, USF 2000 this year. And I like the, I like the jump over to shifters. I think it'll be good for Josh, but didn't get a chance to show it in the pre-final or I mean, the main event with a with a, with a, uh, a stuck piston. Yeah, we'll Old see. We'll stick. see how he bounces back tomorrow. Had yeah. an issue at the start, even couldn't get it. They had to go around. Yeah. Couldn't, couldn't keep the clutch in it. Uh, but again, you know, first shifter start ever that I I recall. I don't even think he's tested, really, to be honest. <laughs> That's one thing I haven't asked. We'll figure that, John Bonanno. Well, let's watch that. Old, let's watch the word old, fellas. John, we say this. Embrace it, dude. You're old. Just embrace it. I'm old. You're like a you're like a fine wine, John. Like a great whiskey. <laughs> bourbon. Uh, bourbon? Oof, don't start with me in the bourbon. That'll be good. I got. I, I I've got some American honey over there. I'll try a little later on. Uh, Christian Salas. There we go. I like this. Here's some input. Chente started from the back of the main. Someone took him out in the heat. He moved up 17 spawn. That's a proud mama right there. I like that. That's good. This kid's fast, man. I'm telling you. Um, and again, on the factory cart too, which we have to learn more about. Uh, that's a program that the Musgraves have put together their own chassis. Uh, let's move to X30 Junior. David Rawlson, performance group, the sponsor of that particular class. And uh, wow, um, I brought it up in the, in the broadcast. I'll start with this. He didn't end up getting the race win, but over the second half of last year, uh, Max Opolsky kind of surprised us to a certain extent. He kind of came on super strong, uh, really kind of dominated at the streets of Lancaster Grand Prix. Is he going to be able to take that into the Supernats? And he did. He was fast there too. Uh, Opolsky really has put himself up the front as one of the drivers, I think, to go after the championship. In X30 Junior. Yeah, he was fast in the winter months. Um, we know at the Challenge in America's Cal Speed Weekend, he was quick there. Uh, was going to be at uh, Tucson, but couldn't make it there. Yep. So, uh, yeah, from from the end of last year to the beginning of this year was really quick. And uh, we're, you know, obviously had to wait for everything to happen with the COVID-19. But has uh, is, is really kept his game up and continues to increase it uh, as we go along. So, and we thought it was just going to be him and Jace Park. Because, oh, hold on. So. What I thought it was going to be was Alex Stanfield. Qualifies on pole by a significant margin. Uh, ends up getting pushed back in the main event. Fogs his way, all, way back forward. Got all the way to third. Got all the way to second. And then decided he was going to try to go to the lead. Uh, and led for a time. But, man, nobody was helping him at all. And uh, and he really got rolled at that point. I, th I, really th I thought Stanfield had the thing handled, to be honest. But uh, every time he led, give up to Jace Park. Over the ski jump, the right into the into the, the left-hand turn eight, boom, pounce every time. I thought that was super impressive. It, well, it's a great place to pass. If, yeah. if if you if you have the cart control under you, or you know, and you have and you know you have the undertaking ability to do it, it's a great passing yeah, spot. We've seen a number of guys pass there, some successful, some, <laughs> some unsuccessful. Successful, but uh, yeah. it, it's it's yep. it's a very unique area to pass, but Early on, it was those two got a kind of broke away with Opalski and Jace Park, yeah. but then everybody caught back up again, well, including Stanfield. When Stanfield got there, they yeah. kind of started racing again. Yeah. That's what stacked that's them back up, right? Literally, could have been Stanfield. When Stanfield got behind, he a, ran them down. Actually, he ran them down, got behind Opalski. I think maybe Park, uh, and literally probably could have pushed away. But and I said on the PA man, when he rolled them in so fast, why not try to go by and see if he can't pull away? Uh, he didn't get a chance to do it. He went by in turn one, and then by the time they got to eight, Park was right back on the inside, being super aggressive, which I like to see about Jace. That was mm -hmm. he dropped the hammer there, and and really what happened was is that is that Alex just kind of got caught out that he was there was nobody helping him, and there's no other cross leg drivers up there with him all by himself, and really just kept getting caught out. And when everybody else streamed up, the Tulio, Paul Bacuse, um, when everybody else got there. 
no, Jack Jeffers was the man on the move for a while there too. Nobody cared. And all of a sudden it was gloves off. All gloves were off, right? And it was all bets were off. And, and they went after it. And uh, honestly, I thought Stanfield was going to get it in the end. Uh, on the racetrack, the driver came home with the victory was Jace Park. Tremendous run for Jace. Uh, we talk about officiating. He got uh, dinged for uh, what, they, what did they call it? Blocking? What did they, they say? They said three second penalty for blocking. So him they, and John Burke and another driver. So they, they call Park for blocking. It's on the penultimate lap. Uh, Opalski trying to get by him. Opalski actually still able to get by him. So I guess, you know, I think he probably made one move, came over. Opalski's making the pass. He continued to move. And this is a, just secondhand stuff we're getting. So don't take this as gospel. Um, but Opalski is still able to make the move and he gets by. Uh, but they still penalized him. Jace, of course, then went and, and was able to get back by. It's a weird thing for Dave and I talking about it simply because of the fact that the pass still got made. It's not like he blocked and, and held him off. The pass was still done. Uh, but nonetheless, he got a three, three, uh, three second or three position, Dave. It's three, three second, penalty. three second penalty, dropping him back, and he ends up because of that six. Yeah, yeah, he ends up sixth because so many guys were in the lead group. So yeah, Burke was right there, and he's yeah. he's he gets pushed back to ninth. Yeah, and then uh, that elevates Brent Cruz to the uh, the top of the podium. So I, victory for in, him. in my mind, I think that both Park and Stanfield are going to come back with an absolute vengeance tomorrow. But yeah. <laughs> Brent, Brent Cruz was a man in the move too, working his way forward and got himself in the right place at the right time. He was because he was out of it. Like wasn't he? Out, maybe even outside the top ten at one point or ninth or something. And he was able to work his way to the win. So, uh, pretty impressive run there for Brent Cruz to score the victory. Max Opalski second, and Detulio ends up in third. And Dave, you talked about the fact that Carson Morgan's coming back into the fight, fast lap of the race in that in that run as well. In yeah, yeah. Uh, right. Brent Cruz down a 10th on the third lap. So worked his there, way, that's uh, it. There you go. Worked his way you. forward. David working that phone. Uh, what else we got? There's a couple quick things. John Banana asking a very crucial question. What's that in the background? Bacardi or kettle? Bacardi. It's Bacardi. It's all Dave drinks. I drink uh, rum, but prefer the Bacardi. If you if you were to buy a bottle of rum, is it going to be Bacardi or anything else? Bacardi, Bacardi. first. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You have orders. Uh, Jason Ewers, are you drinking a hazy IPA? That's exactly what I'm drinking. Good for you, Jason. Fantastic. Uh, Laurent, learned to Larry Mardan, not here, just saying hello, I guess. Uh, what's this from Graham Henkel? We're uh, that's a lot we're, of words. No, that's a lot. Excuse the noobs, but any future national series should visit at least four tracks. Uh, more than four gets increasingly challenged for racers to commit. Uh, in my observation, thanks, guys. This would be a funnier if David Cole was hanging with Howden on the beach. <laughs> So he's got a rum and coke, uh, Graham. Uh, I'll say this right now: we're in the and you've, if you've listened to any of our podcasts before, we're in this window where three is pretty much the exact right program. Uh, there's a lot of money being spent. There's lots of different races, right? Yeah, Scuzi could go to four. USPKS could go to four. Challenge of the Americas could go to four. Everything could go to four. Florida Winter Tour could go to four. If everybody goes to four, then nobody's racing anything else. I, we like three because it allows you to run a pro tour. It allows you to run a regional program as well, maybe support your clubs or whatever it may be. It's the, if 12 is the number, 10 to 12 is the number, once a, once a month racing, we don't like the national series going too much over that. No. Would you agree with that, Dave? I, less is more. I, less and, is more. I, and I just keep it simple at that. Um, you know, we we – before Super Nats became its own standalone event, that was the finale. Yeah. You know, we had yeah. Spring Nats, we had the Summer Nats, and Super Nats, yeah. and it really worked out well. Adding the Winter Nats certainly, uh, you know, it, it, it allowed the Super Nats to be its standalone on its own, where we didn't have you know a lot of different drivers coming in and ruining things for the championship chases chasers. So, uh, 
so yeah, three events. Um, and I like the way the Gary said it, you know, you got to have those different type facilities to kind of separate, you know, drivers who are good here, because, you know, if you're good at Newcastle, like you're, I mean, this is a perfect format yeah, for you really, agree, to be yeah. honest, yeah. because it's, even though we're going to go in the reverse direction, it's technically the, you know, the same racetrack. We got to turn some lights on here pretty soon or what? Yeah, I'm, we might need I'm to. trying to see the meat, but I didn't want to. <laughs> Crank some lights on it in the back. That's good. Uh, here's some quick, quick questions. Mike Carodi said, did I miss the Chente update? Yes, yep. we did a major Chente Salas stroke yep. job. You missed that. John Bonanno says, did you finish Shifter? I didn't hear you shout out to DSH. We probably should have Devin Smith Harden coming off that big victory at the, at the Battle of the Brickyard. Got a great start. Was able to work his way to second, I think, at one point. Uh, so he had a pretty good run as well. Grayson Eves, thanks for the debrief. That, what? Oh, sorry. Oh, that's good. No, that works. No, put it back on. That, that's good. It's just we just. Hi, Grayson. There, we just got to set that up. That's, that's bright. Where, where are my son? Matt Langford says Brett Cruz never out of it. I would agree, Matt, with that. I can't argue that at all, Danny. And, and he's not doing triple duty because he's. I don't think he's running the uh, the dirt car this weekend. Oh, okay. so <laughs> you he's, said he ran the dirt car in the USPKS yes, race, right? So he's. he's I want to uh, get down and watch him run. He's run probably getting cars. sleep this weekend. <laughs> Danny former also said, "How did the 175 KZ battle look from the outside? Shit, was boring." Thanks, Danny. <laughs> Except for that last lap. Except for right in front of us. By the way, he took out my microphone. So one year he took out my mic cord. This year he's taken out my microphone. So he owes me and a little bit. he just walked away from his cart, too. No, Alicia said he walked away. Alicia was not impressed, Danny. You walked away from your cart right there. I will say this. And that's, that's another one, too. Um, uh, Kyle Wick made a move to the end. Was it Badoza who made a move? Mm -hmm. So he makes a move. Wick makes a hardcore move. We we're already and past that. He makes a hardcore move. To the inside of uh, Bedozo for the win in turn number three, and it, I say this a thousand times. I say it in my car, my car racing announcing too. When you own the apex, you own the exit. So Whip makes the move to the inside. Uh, Andrews, are of course, going to try to hold on the outside. They get together. Um, in my mind, Wick's got the inside. He made the move. The move's done. There's some there's some rubbing for sure. And as they come back across the racetrack, from uh, we're right, we're on top of it because where we are in the scales, I'm looking right down at it. Andrew's on the outside. He's trying to hold on. I don't know if he dropped the wheel because it happened so crazy, but oh, he kind of came across. Did he? He was in the grass. Okay, so then he came back across, and it was a full Spun transition. Spins wick, wick around. Spins Wick around. Wick's in the middle of the racetrack. Is Formal kid, I was Because I was wondering when they were bumping, could Formal come around the, the, the right side? But he couldn't. There's no way. It wasn't 55 inches wide. He would have had to drop a wheel for sure. And I'm watching this thing happen. All of a sudden, Wick spins. He collects Formal. Formal's in the wall underneath the, the deal, and – Badozo were able to clean through, so Badozo got lucky there because I think that I personally I think that was a good pass by Wick, aggressive, and I think when you own the apex, as I said, you own the exit. So that uh, that one didn't kind of play out the way I kind of thought it was going to be, uh, but nonetheless, it was pretty crazy. And Danny, that was uh, it was wild. I, again, one seventy five kz. Right, what happened? To, you said happened to Myers, a chain to Myers. Chain. Yeah, I mean he had the race pretty much locked up uh, until uh, how many laps? Well, about, maybe about five laps to go. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe and, five laps uh, to go. Yeah, the chain came off, so he's really having an issue with drive gears because last weekend was the uh, was the uh, the sprocket just disintegrated, and this week it's chain. So uh, you know, hopefully he'll get that remedied for the next five rounds because again, one drop for the championship, and uh, he's gonna, he's got a lot of work ahead of him. What do you feel like on this question from from Carlos Calderon? I'm just realizing uh, that the quick two-time triple header format doesn't give a racer an opportunity to learn from the presence of the officiating. How does another class learn from block call to make sure that they don't repeat the same thing? I don't think I really agree with that, Carlos, because the bottom line is, is everybody's got to watch what's going on. Most of the teams are watching. Um, 
it's 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 really just it's it's two it's two triple headers back to back. You know what? If you can't absorb what happened in the first triple header in the three days before you get back on the racetrack, that's that's your problem. I, I just I don't know. I just think again, it's a new race directing deal with 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 Bo Barfield and John Maskey. I think that's probably one of the big things. People have to get a feel for what they're doing. And I guess I kind of understand if there was that couple of months in between, you could watch video, you could figure out what happened. Um, this is just baptism by fire. You got to soak everything up quickly. Pretty much that's, and that's right. the scenario. It's, you know, we're, you know, as, as he's Matt Langford saying, <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah. we're six races in 10 days. Well, let's just do it. This so, is, this is what we're doing. Yeah. Um, we were shut down for three months. We're doing it. Yes. Uh, we have different <laughs> race directors, but yeah. essentially it's the same rules. They haven't changed anything. Yeah. So, but we do, you know, need, do need to understand again, but again, <laughs> race officiating is not exactly a, a perfect science. Not everybody does it the, the correctly what the correct way, or not everybody does it the way that other people do it. So I do understand that, but you know, again, if you just go out and lead every single lap, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> All right, let's bring up CC Roberts because this works pretty perfect. Yeah, Roberts back on top in Masters. What did the last lap look like? We'll jump into the X30 Masters category. Adam Pettit led from the pole. He's qualified on pole, won the pre no Sal Sal Esparacia won the pole. Adam won the pre-final, led the first half of the race. Uh, Scott able to get back by, didn't let him really get away and kind of reeled back in. Uh, what the last couple laps looked like was uh, Pettit leading, and then, then Roberts was there. They were running going back and forth. But as they started the battle, John Crow closed up, and literally they were nose to tail over the final last final lap. I just don't think Crow had enough, really, a couple of tenths of a second off in terms of pace. He was there to clean up any mess. Um, and and Scotty had the spot. Uh, Adam was all on top of him, and I really thought I thought we'd have a better run to the line. We did have a pretty good run, but I'm surprised that Adam didn't try it somewhere else. That's what I – and he was, he was trying to go – remember he's doing like a tighter run through turn nine. 55 thousandths at the line. That's pretty close. Yeah, but that's um, a drag race. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's what Newcastle is because true. we moved the line the, – yep. the finish line where it is, it's a drag race because we saw it in um, – I forgot what, what class was it in. But we saw where he basically held up at the I-70 and then got a great giant run and then beat him to the line. It, it might have been one of the prefinals, but it's it's what the racetrack gives us. You don't have to – I mean, you can pass earlier – but then you got to be able, you got to be perfect the rest of the way to the line, and if you're not perfect, they're going to get that 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 draft and that drag race that's, to the yeah, line. Yeah, again, I've never been a fan of this. I know you don't like. Never been a fan. I, I want to like see it. just like what we're going to see next yeah. weekend. We're going to see a final corner and then this flag. Boom. Yeah, yeah. done. I like it. Uh, here's Jason Pettig asking a question. David, do you have this one? Uh, do you guys know why the pole next thirty senior was five tenths clear of everyone who was on the pole again in next thirty senior? Got it right there. Morris. Yeah, Was Morris, it Morris? He probably cheated. <laughs> Everybody's cheating when they're fast. Wow. Uh, you know what? I, I just think uh, it was five tenths. Yeah. That's I didn't realize it was that big of a gap. I'll, uh, I'll only throw this out here. They only got four laps in because it's seven, it's seven. Uh it, we mentioned this before. It's a seven-minute session. You leave the grid, you have to go all the way around the full super mile. So you got to say what, David? It, it, it's got to be a minute because you're warming the tires up. It's got to be a minute and a half almost the first before you even get to the timing strike. And then you're back around at a minute and what, what was the fast lap? Sorry. That's right. Minute eight. 115. Oh, minute eight's the other one. 115. So you're back. We're literally like over, almost, 
almost three minutes before they even get the first lap in the book. Yeah. And again, we you know that the, the senior driver, the senior drivers did it again. Remember, they went out and dicked around yeah. a bit. They got behind each other, and nothing happened. A lot of guys, I think, waited to the end. I would assume Bryson probably just went out and dropped the hammer, got a good draft off someone. If, laid it down. if I recall, I think he got a massive draft off of, because in the KA, I think he went out by himself, didn't yeah. even draft. And I think he kind of did the same thing and just got this massive toe down the straightaway that uh, that just got him there. But I mean, you know, he, his lap is a, is a uh, outlier if you look at it from yeah, a math term. Yeah. But uh, it was still pole, and uh, you know, we'll talk. Did we talk about that race yet? We're gonna no, go we're there next. But that, uh, you know, that, we'll, we'll, he still had the speed at the end of the day. We'll, we'll wrap up with K100 Masters. Just three drivers: Nick Tucker, uh, former X30 Masters champion. Uh, now he's. Of course, he runs Nitro Kart, a bunch of sprint car racing, which I think is kick-ass. He's always in victory lane. This guy can wheel, no doubt about it, Nick Tucker. He ends up winning Jonathan Silva second and Ron Jenkins in third in the, extra, in the K100 Masters class. One more left. Uh, save the, the, the big dogs to last. X30 Senior, PSL Cardin, the sponsor of this class. Um, man, this one was so much fun to watch because there's so many guys in the league group. Um, it was – it was the rookie versus a lot of veterans. Right, Bryson, <laughs> Bryson Morris. Then you've got, uh, I want to say, two-time Pro Tour winner. Grayson Eves yes, is on he's here. He's got at least I, two wins. I think he's got two wins. Braden's got two wins. Alicia does social media for him. Do you know how many? She doesn't know. She'll he's, find. he's won at Sonoma and he won here. And here, right? So Summer Nats and Spring Nats. That's yeah. what I thought. Yeah, yeah. So he's won both places. Braden, of course, USF 2000 champion. <laughs> USF 2000 champion last year. Coming off a victory in Indy Pro 2000. This kid's obviously following in the footsteps of guys like uh, Kirkwood. And, and rather, let's go with Pato Award and Colton Hurd and, and Oliver Askew. And, and on a new cart because he hadn't driven this cart. On the Will Power cart. Yeah. He's a typically an OTK driver. Yeah. Did the VME won the VME at Spring Nats, Ooh, but good for uh, you, Dave. going back. So to he, I think he's a driver to uh, to be able to uh, bounce back. And Grayson's telling us three wins. So he might have won here twice. So Grayson, tell us where he won. So he won here twice. He's he, won, that up. he won a Summer Nats probably in 2017, and then probably again in 2018. There you go, David Cole. Let's see if Grayson says you're right. Uh, Philip Arscott, of course, winning at the USPKS race, but he ran, he won the main in the rain, right? On Sunday, R. Scott. R. Scott was it in the rain? It was in the rain, but uh, well, of course. I mean, he's from the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. <laughs> That's it. That's he's right. going to be a rain racer. So there you go. Two two spring nets, one summer. There you go. We pause this show for a quick commercial break. Stay tuned for more here on the EKN Radio Network. Technology, design and manufacturing. These components are what make Cart Republic a world champion. The Cart Republic chassis has earned two FIA World Karting Championships. Here in the US, the brand has earned multiple victories and championships in senior, junior, and cadet competition. Cart Sport North America is the country's importer and distributor for Dino Chiesa's Cart Republic chassis, and as a leader in American karting, they are focused on providing stability for the sport and quality products and service for the community. Whether you'd like to find the Cart Republic dealer closer to you or schedule an arrive-and-drive package with its official North American race team, contact Cart Sport North America through their official website, kartsportna.com. We are Republic. We are one. Every winter, young drivers take the leap up to the next class. Whether it's micro to mini, mini to junior, or the big jump from junior into the senior ranks, it's tougher competition. 
If your son or daughter are moving up a class in 2020, give them exactly what they need to be ready. Professional coaching from the most respected teacher in the sport. With over 30 years of karting experience, Alan Rudolph and his staff at the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy specialize in training young racers and accelerating their skills so that they're ready for the next challenge. Don't just invest in equipment, invest in your driver. Bring them to the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at Speed Sports Racing Park in Houston and invest in their skill development. Get them ready to take on that next on-track challenge, better prepared than ever. Get ready for 2020 by calling the Alan Rudolph Racing Academy at 866-607-7223. Head to speedsportsracingpark.com to learn more. Thank you for listening to the EKN Radio Network. We now join the show already in progress. Phoenix, yes. Did he win at Phoenix, he too? Won at, he had to, so it had to have been uh, Sonoma, Phoenix, and then one here. Right. So, and again, Brandon Jarscrack up there in, in the in the fight. Uh, Bryson, again, I don't say, I don't like you were punching above his weight class, but he's, he's running against he's big, big dogs. Eves, R. Scott, uh, multi-time Rotax. Uh, Team USA driver has been to, been to Europe multiple times. Um, Ryan Ryan Norbert was tenth, I think, at the start of this thing, or whatever, and fought his way forward, got into the league six, and ran really smart. Again, think we're, this is going to be a five time champion. He's going to get his fifth championship. P four out of the gate, pretty solid uh, start for Norbert. Jarsa Crack was in the fight there as well. Luca Mars was coming through impressively. Um, Luca and Paulie Massimino, I want to say they started like eleventh and twelfth together or something like that. Uh, they kind of came together forward. Jacob Gulick was in the front in, in the league group for quite a while, too. He fell back a bit. Uh, Olin Galley ends up in 12th. I'll throw that out here because he was four wheels off coming out of turn number three at the end of the like, middle of the opening lap. Yeah, basically, he was able to get his spots back and then another position. Yeah, where did Luca and uh, Pauly well, start? Luca started 12th and 13th. Pauly started in the 11th. Okay, so, so I knew they were just outside the top yeah. 10. Luca, though, on the move, getting himself up there. Well, Paulie actually got up to where Jarzakrak was and then had a little shuffling, so he got shuffled back. Okay. Norberg essentially was was fifth throughout the whole last at least five laps, I want to say, you know, sitting back there behind Jarzakrak. Jarzakrak uh, was going with against R. Scott. I thought he was going to get Eves, didn't quite get there. And uh, so I think Jarzakrak got to third at the highest point because, uh, again, Eves and Morris kind of were – were the uh, the leaders of the pack throughout the main event. So I'll lay it to you in a second because here's Eves. Eves gets there and he's going to try to go to the lead to see if he can hold on to the lead, right? And he's got, like uh, Jace Park, making that move over the ski jump, right-hand seven and turn eight, and Eves pounced a couple times on Bryson Morris, able to get the spot. Uh, but when Morris on that last lap, of course, Eves is right there. The thing, they're going back and forth a little bit. I think Eves may have had a better shot at it. But I think Jarsakrak was right there. They were all right on top of him, so he couldn't do a clean over-under. I think he was probably worried about getting taken out from behind. Not able to get the over-under because you said, though, in that green corner, which is turn 13 in this particular yeah, configuration. I don't, I don't want to spoil it for Bryson because we got five more rounds. But, but you say that's he likes to pass in that he corner. Loves, he loves passing in the green corner. I think it's it's a Newcastle local favorite corner because okay. I've seen the Adams brothers do it as well. I've even seen some cadet drivers do it right. there, too. Again, because if, you, if you're in a group of drivers, if you can get by at the green corner – that allows that driver yeah. to get pressured from everybody, everybody else, everybody on the scoreboard, yeah. possibly giving you a gap going into the I seven. And that's the key of these deals, right? If you can get, if you can make that, making that pass is isn't that great if a guy tucks right in behind you. But if you can make a pass and it kind of starts the schmazzle, 
uh, behind you really starts to kind of ju jumble up things behind you. That's when you're able to pull away. Like yeah. you said, if you come out of scoreboard and you've got guys diving in and you get that gap, that's really what, what, what like it ends up being a 10th of a second at the line for Morris over Eves. Even Eves even did the over under uh, over in the I 70 hairpin, but they were all on top of him again. Somebody dropped the wheel there. I don't think it was a clean over under from where we are a long way away. Uh, but Eves wasn't able to get the big run and he actually had a pretty good run on, on other times, but he wasn't able to get it done. And, Bryson Morris is now an X30 senior pro tour winner. Pretty big. Well, again, one junior last year yeah, here yeah. Uh, during the summer, summer nationals. Half. And uh, again, when you race at the home track, it's it's a little bit easier, more comfortable. You have uh, that confidence again to uh, to be able to battle against former winners and former champions. Here's a question here, and I don't know. Carlos asks, how many international drivers were there? I don't think there's any international drivers here, right? Well, there's there's drivers from Brazil. There's drivers from Bermuda. A couple from Canada. Well, Louis and, Westover and couldn't Mexico, come over to Rome. Remember, Louis Louis Westover but, couldn't come over. When you and, say international drivers, who are not United States. But but how, but how, like, again, how I guess my question is how long how long have you been here for? Have they been here for three months, whatever it may be? Um, yeah, Louis Westover was trying to come over for Solar Cart USA. That's why they brought Trey Brown into the into the game. Trey ended up in twenty third. So really, not not a lot of uh, international drivers, to be honest. Uh, Mike Smith says, asked the question aside from Summer Nats, how often has this configuration been used? I don't think it's. I think it's only the second time they've used the Super Mile, right? No, they they've done this layout. Oh, they have. Oh, okay, times. I thought I thought it's, this it's a regular in the club series. The whole thing. Oh, okay. Well, essentially, yeah. I thought the whole real thing last year was Scusa came out with they're the only ones that have ever done no. it. No, that's why they call it the Scusa Super Mile. All right, because they came up with a catchy name. It's their own. No. Ouch! The shade. Just shade. being honest. Well, you're being, being honest. But are you? I, do you know for sure? Do you I think? Know for sure. My dad just said, "Do you think or do you know?" I know. I oh, there he goes. He knows. Know. Uh, Jim Collins says, "Yeah, club races four or five times a season." Jim would know. See? Well, I trust him, not you, Cole. I just, I just don't trust you. Now, mind you, maybe when they come back to the na the national course, they turn left instead of going towards cell. But it's what's the difference, right? It's not the same track. But they've done this layout. They've done this layout. All right, John Bernardo says Oliver Hodgson couldn't get over after winning Cartmaster UK. So yeah, there's a couple of guys. You said he ran the configuration three years ago. Did you actually drive run it like as in uh, a marathon, Jason, yeah. or did you actually? Well, it's the Ironman course essentially. There you go. All right. See. I'm not lying. Hashtag Probably prove. Tony Lenowski ran this. Hashtag prove it, Cole. I'll ask Tony. <laughs> he's, a, he's, a, he's a terrible fantasy football player. I'll ask him tomorrow. That's very true, but he's got a T-shirt that says he beat you, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. Oh it's probably pink. Um, all right, folks, we'll wrap it up here. Fuck, this is going to be – This is going to be – well, at least just make a dinner. It's going to be a half an hour. Uh, we're out. It's 48 minutes right now. Guys, anybody got any more questions for us right now? We'll throw it out here. Uh, if you have any other questions, beard or no beard, we'll do it again. I, I, I didn't shave. Beard. I can, uh, unless your wife comes on here and says what we should not. do. With the beard. I'm sure she's at she's, the beach right now, <laughs> having a margarita. We're down to 12% power on my laptop. We didn't. Oh, that's we didn't, why you want to. We didn't out. charge it up either. We'll, we'll do that next. All right, folks. Nobody else throwing any more questions out. Mike Smith says, "Love what you do. Have a good night. Thanks, bud. I appreciate that." Bye. Mike Smith. Yeah, it's 5:40 there. That means he's probably on beer three. Yeah, probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh grayson eve says can you drive who is he i think i think probably he's probably asking you i think he's throwing shade at jason yours is i think what's happening right there jason yours can't drive Ooh, ouch ouch wow harsh 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 harsh, harsh. all right so folks first race in the books uh we got uh, two more coming uh two more full days my voice feels pretty good i got a little couple of crackies what are you doing cole 
Like you talk. I worry about you. Oh, all right. no uh, COVID. From COVID. Uh, all right, we're done, folks, here uh, from the Airbnb in Newcastle, Indiana. We'll be here uh, for 16 days and then back for another five days. Uh, Isn't that the- weird to say? What? 16 days? Like we're yeah. literally oh, here for, we leave, I leave, I think we get out of here on the Thursday morning to head to the hotel for the 500. So. Yeah, I mean, yeah, at least you can't even come to the 500 right now. They are locking us down. I'm going to be by myself on pit lane for IndyCar Radio, just the four of us down there. But the 500 will happen. Hope you guys listen on radio. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, thank you so much for joining us here in the debrief. We'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, we'll have something else for dinner. We're not sure what it's going to be. Maybe other party. maybe yeah. other product placements behind us. We'll have a different product placement behind us right now. But Bacardi, if you want to sponsor this broadcast, we're more than happy to talk to you. Oh, here's there you go. Uh, here's Cole's other sponsor. This is a personal sponsor to David Cole. Doritos, the Gatorade? Doritos and Gatorade and, and Cheerios and Cheerios and Tombstone. Tombstone. I could I I could be like a whole NASCAR. Yeah, like put it on the car. I sure do love my Tombstone pizza. That's Let's right, Tombstone right over <laughs> my visor. This to, this Tombstone right. visor is dangerous Let's and inconvenient. Wrap it up. Wait, wait, well, hold on. Let's wrap it up. All right, we're gonna wrap hold things on. up. Yes, Alicia and David Cole brought to you by Tombstone. <laughs> Oh, my God. Thank you very much for joining us, folks. We do appreciate it. We're again 9, 10 tomorrow morning. We're back on with qualifying for race number two here. Uh, we look forward to to, uh, to having you guys tune in anytime throughout the day. If you want to have any information, DM David Cole and I or myself private. Send eCardyNews.com. We'll make sure we take so care of you. In the DMs. There it is. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you tuning in. We're done for the day. Oh, you want yeah. that, Dave? Yeah. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> David Cole, Rob Hadden. Book it.